Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Sage Advice Radio. I'm your host, Brandon Hauser, the dream teacher, clinical hypnotherapist, and psychic spiritual consultant coming to you live from Austin, Texas. Got a nice cold chill, but the sun is out and beautiful today. Uh, It is quite an interesting energy and uh, something I've experienced for myself. Everybody was revved up uh, in quote-unquote spiritual hype at the uh, new moon that we went through and then Mercury retrograde uh, happening on Halloween this year. So I mean, uh, for those of you that celebrate, and I wanted to speak a little bit about uh, this kind of energy. Now that uh, the term and the idea of Mercury retrograde seems to be uh, coming up in pop culture now a lot. A lot of people are latching onto the idea, you know, oh, everything's going wrong because Mercury's in retrograde or, you know, I'm not able to find what I need or do what I need or things keep getting miscommunicated or I'm having misunderstandings. Uh, You know, I am actually finding that I think Mercury retrograde affects a number of people at different times and in different ways. I feel like I've been able to uh, negate a lot of Mercury retrograde energies. And I feel it's because of the adaptability that I have been able to embed within my own life and my perspective for a long time. And this is why I, I want to tell you a little bit about it and, and help you get through it if you're going through some issues, you know, or maybe you have like a, a Mercury retrograde paranoia that, oh, well, Uh, All these planets aligning and all these people saying this, that means everything's going to go wrong. Of course, you know, you are, every single one of you, you are the active creators of your life. And you can allow or not allow certain things to happen within it. Yes, there are times where things can be out of your control and that you are under the influence of external forces. But they're all reminders of going back within. The way that you can control situations that you can't control, I know it sounds like an oxymoron, but follow me just for a moment, is through adaptability and through change. And what I keep being shown at this time to be able to communicate to you all 
is to learn how to be adaptable, learn how to flow with change. If you're coming to a moment where you feel like you're running into a lot of friction, uh, you feel like you're being misunderstood, you feel like communication isn't clear with the people around you, especially during a time of, as we call it, Mercury retrograde, this is a time to take a new approach to an idea, goal, task, or person to consider a, a different way of doing things. When one way becomes stressed or involves a lot of friction, it doesn't mean that it's not going to work out. It just means that you have to change the way in which you initiate or approach this, this new situation, this person, or this moment. Being adaptable, being able to change is a, a very, I would say, evolved function or way of being uh, as a human we often get stuck in our patterns. You know, we get quite a bit of rigidity in repeating the same things over and over because they're tested, they're tried, they're true. You know, there's something that you can rely on for your own self. But having the ability to change, I think really signifies a lot of what I've been saying about uh, emotional intelligence and the, the emotional evolution that I feel like humanity is going through. Emotion is constantly changing. You know, we feel emotions all the time. And I, I like to tell my clients and listeners that if you're stuck in an emotion, if you're feeling an emotion for more than 15 minutes, there is there could likely be an issue. You know, you shouldn't be stuck in any kind of an emotion because they're just waves. They're just waves that kind of flow through us, something that we feel, experience, and then let go and move on from. And so if you're experiencing <clears throat> some kind of stagnation or lack of movement or frictious movement with something that you've done regularly over and over again uh, during this time of Mercury retrograde, this is a calling to you to come to a new approach uh, to what you're trying to go after. Come up with new ideas. Come up with a new way of connecting. And I think you'll be able to see that in changing your perspective, you're able to create the same results or maybe even better results uh, than you had originally gone after. So I think this is a time, you know, not to fear all the things that could go wrong during Mercury retrograde, but a time to ask yourself, hey, can I do this differently? Can I do this better? And how will it be able to work for me in the future? I think this is a sign of a good evolved person because it shows your adaptability. It shows your, your ability to be able to embrace change when necessary. Of course, when things work for you, stick with that rhythm, right? Stick with that pattern and program. But if you're approaching some kind of friction with what you do, it's just a simple invitation to try and come to a new approach, a new idea, because I can guarantee you that in the future, it's definitely going to be able to help you. Uh, it's like you'll have an arsenal in your tool belt of different ways to approach a situation or experience so that you can get to your goals, you can get to your moments of success. So be adaptable uh, when necessary and know those moments when you need to recognize it. Mercury retrograde is a perfect time uh, for everybody to be able to explore that kind of situation. So speaking of going within uh, and being able to adapt and change, 
I want to uh, introduce my guest here today, Psychic Hero Carol Sundara. Um, Carol has been embedded within her spiritual work and study uh, for many, many years. I'm excited to have her here uh, to share some experiences and perspectives with you all uh, and to be able to connect with you. If you are listening in, you want to get a chance to get a free reading, uh, be sure to call into the phone line. That number is 347 308 8788 again 3473088788 and we will be taking your calls in just a few moments after we go through a few questions here with Carol get to know her a little bit more uh, so those of you that are waiting on the line hang in there uh, if you would like a chance to get her free reading uh, just hang in and we will be introducing you all shortly but first without further ado I'd like to bring on my guest Carol hi there Carol are you there hi thank you for the hi. welcome Absolutely. Thank you for being here. So I'd like to get a chance to uh, let my listeners, you know, get to know you a little bit. So Carol, what is it that you do um, in this, in this field? So I'm a psychic healer. I began with offering professional tarot card readings. Then I started incorporating the healing side, then more psychic development mentoring. So as time goes on, everything evolves adding more tools to what i do so i do feel like it's a constant evolution combining my psychic abilities with my healing abilities absolutely i think that goes for a lot of different things that we experience you know just as humans right anything that you invest in there tends to be a sense of uh evolution with it some sense of change and psychic energy psychic gifts or abilities doesn't seem to be any different really I'm noticing with other people that I really admire in this field the the evolution as well they might have started offering one type of reading and then over time different ways to work with people with more experience and the way I think I feel like our abilities yeah they can shift and expand over time absolutely I think even with any kind of skill, let's just say, you know, artistry, for example, you may have a natural affinity to draw well. And as you continue to practice and, and, and learn more, your art starts to become a little bit more intricate, maybe more detailed or expressive or, you know, able to communicate higher ideas better. And I feel like, you know, this realm of work, psychic, spiritual, medium, energy, healing, intuition, uh, what have you, it's, it's, it's held to the same components, you know, we all have that inherent ability to connect, but it's how much we work with it, how much we tune into it, how much we practice, I think makes all the difference. Yeah. yeah. The more you work with people, I feel the more you learn as well. Like I learned so much from the people that I work with, even maybe as much as they learned from me, I feel <laughs> that way. It's fascinating the way everything I continues to evolve and grow. Absolutely. And you bring up a really good point that I'd like to talk about for just a moment is that you were able to learn in the moments that you were working with others, right? Like you were able to uh, experience some sense of new understandings or new shifts um, the more that you worked and connected with others. Absolutely. Yeah. I like to equate this and I tell people um some of my clients, even after doing this for 11 years professionally reading, I tell them moments where 
and, and it's in all honesty, all humility, you know, I've never connected with anything like this before. And the way in which it's coming about is so intriguing to me. And I've, I've, I've had that maybe once or twice in the past few years where it was like somebody asking me a really interesting question and I never, I'd never run across, across it or stumbled on it before. I'm trying to think of an experience where this happened. Oh, so I was connecting with somebody and they were wondering about their own path and, and, and where they're going in connection with a relationship. And all of a sudden I just felt this whole family line of the same situation and issues that had happened through time within this, this person's family. And I'd never seen it in this way before. And the way that it was communicated to me was that she has a, a, a lineage that she's keeping up, um, in her own ancestry. So it was really cool to be able to see that. And so when you say, you know, that you're learning in, in situations where you're working with others, for me, how I relate to that is that I'm stepping into new information uh, almost every day. And especially depending on what the client is specifically asking me, if that makes sense. Oh yes. We do learn something new every day for sure. It's constant. Yeah, no, that's oh. part of the evolution. With each person, they always learn something new after each session. So, Carol, how long have you been doing this kind of work? Well, I've been on a very intense spiritual journey for approximately 12 years, starting off going to a lot of different meditation retreats, then assisting in running some meditation retreats, Around five years ago, I started getting actual psychic messages coming through and and learning tarot as well. And it came a time where some people started suggesting to me that I have to do actual readings because guidance was coming through, messages were coming through. And yeah, it, it just sort of naturally became a time where I felt my own guidance to officially start doing readings. So over the last three years, I've been professionally offering readings for all this time. Wow. So it sounds like uh, I'm a little bit interested to know when you first discovered these abilities, because it sounds like through meditation, you're able to find some sense of connectedness or validity in the psychic information. So when did you first really know that you had these abilities? Well, yes, I'd spent a long time on my own healing, going to every every sort of healing and workshop and therapy. So meditation was a lot of it. Another very significant aspect for me was connecting with nature. So I spent a long time living in forests in Australia, like more or less disconnected from society for quite a long time. So that's been very significant for me as well, just to keep things simple, to come back to nature. So I had a period where I was living in a meditation sanctuary and was, you know, it was a very simple life. I was going for long walks every day. And at that point, messages were coming through to people about people quite clearly. So the accumulation of meditation, I think just the simple life without a lot of distractions and stresses helped. And yeah, I just have that connection with nature again, which is like our, our true essence of maybe how it should be or how we ideally would love to feel. 
Absolutely. I think there's a, a really important key here for the listeners um, to understand and latch on to is that the process in which psychic information happens is 100% natural. And now we even have scientific studies to back up these claims that <clears throat> one part of the species can learn something and on the whole other side of the world, you know, that information can be picked up without any kind of direct communication. It's like something that travels throughout the ethos, throughout the astral plane into the consciousness of another. So in I, I believe, um, and I'll just say from my perspective, I believe psychic information to be completely natural. You know, think of even plants, how they they are able to communicate information just through certain stimuli, you know, without anything really visible or tangible. You know, they're picking up and receiving uh, little message units, little electrical currents and frequencies. And I think in the same way, um, we receive those those messages as if through electrical interference almost in the air they're like impulses or or uh, moments that you know just give you that kind of little bit of energetic buzz so i absolutely believe you're right that connecting with nature is a great way to not only connect psychically but to tune into your own self which is a huge part of this work so i want to ask you just just briefly uh, what exactly is a meditation retreat and would you recommend other people go on them well i feel something very significantly which i talk about is how different everyone is and this for me has been a game changer i can say what works for me but for different people need different things so depending on, you know, someone's personality type and what they need, silent meditation could suit some sort of people. This is personally what works for me. I love silent retreats where nobody talks for a few days or nobody might look for each, at each other for a few days. For me, that's heaven. But for other people, wow. they find that very triggering and some people would even leave early. They just couldn't, they couldn't handle it. For, so people do different things. Whereas other people, they, and, and I've had phases as well. I've done years and years of dancing, dance meditation. So depending on what you need, you might need more movement or you might need more silence. So that's what I feel can be very confusing on a spiritual path where some people say, this is the way. And then if it doesn't work for you, then it can be kind of confusing. Oh, like, what am I doing wrong? So that's why I feel um, the way I work with people is tuning in uniquely where they're at, because not everybody can just sit in silence. Some people, they need maybe more movement or shaking or even doing gibberish has all been part of the types of retreats I would used to work on. Wow. That's that so interesting. And it's, it, it really, it describes the, the process that we all personally need to let ourselves become involved in. It's more, it's not, and it's just, as you said, it's not where you have to listen to what somebody else said, you know, to be able to get to that state. It's more of listening to your own pulls, your own impulses, your, your kind of gut pulls and triggers and finding what works for you. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with repeating and trying and testing out what others have done before you and you know what, what has worked for them. But it is more important to kind of tune in and tap into where 
you personally are. You know, for example, if, if dancing and meditation seems to really connect with you, absolutely get into it. Um, or if speaking gibberish or having silence or maybe it's uh, building woodworking or whatever it is, you know, allow yeah. yourself to just follow that that impulse and you'll find that this part of yourself, the creative, the 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 channel, you know, that opens up to connect and get sort of source or spiritual information, it just flows easily when you allow it, when you listen and when you're not as as rigid really, um, as other people may lead you to believe that you have to be. It really is a fluid and malleable experience, at least from what I've been able to see. Uh, from the past, you know, past years of studying. So for you, Carol, through all of your own studies um, and explorations, how have your own abilities evolved over time? Well, I started off where, because I do a lot of phone readings, I would just say to people, don't give me any information. And I would do a tarot card reading. And of course, it was a great novelty, just starting out to get the positive feedback and then people telling me years later that came true and it resonated and all that. And then about a year ago, I just had the calling to bring in more of the healing side and helping people connect with their own intuition. So even though, yeah, I just feel I still I still have those abilities of clairvoyance, but I just feel my own guides are coming through with more of the energy healing because what I find is that sometimes when we do meditate or receive a healing, we forget what our questions were. <laughs> what might have been so important or creating other stress can be dissipated by the energy healing side and that's yeah, something that's slowly, slowly evolving and growing for me over time, where in a roundabout way, people's answers come and they will receive what they want. But in a roundabout way, more going into the healing side of things, going into the deeper root causes of things and less of, will I get a new job? Will this happen? Will this happen? So yeah, that's yeah. So things change. <laughs> things change and grow as as time goes on. Absolutely, absolutely. I think a lot of those, uh, you know, I welcome all types of questions and inquiries myself. And I do notice that the more that I continue to work with someone, the more that their questions do seem to change a little bit. You know, they know. And maybe this is just from not being sure of like what to ask. And so we feel like as, as clients coming to a psychic that we need to ask whatever is most pressing to us in that moment. But over time, I think, you know, and you can agree or disagree on your, in your own practice. I find that when I work with somebody more, it's as if they start to know the real deep things that we have the ability to tap into and it starts going a little bit away from the more mundane uh, day-to-day questions and starts getting into some really deep things deep things about character and and personal internal beliefs you know what's going on within the unconscious of self you know what we're projecting what we're giving out and when I start seeing a, 
it's really nice to be able to see trends, right? And to have repeat clients and to see how they evolve over time based on what questions they ask. And so it seems like the more that people become aware of psychic energy, the more that they start internally reflecting and having the opportunity to heal themselves. Have you been able to see that in your, your practice as well? Yes, and that's why I love to go deeper with people. And I go into a trance-like space with people, which I've been told is similar to the level of hypnosis in the unconscious. And what I have found is that sometimes what you think might be the problem is not actually the problem. So people might ask, they're stressed in work, but when we go into the healing space, it could be that their relationship is maybe impacting them being able to concentrate at work or something like that. So I do find it very, very fascinating, the deeper levels of what's happening in our day-to-day lives. Obviously, your childhood can affect us. If you got bullied in school, the greater society, there's, there's a lot yeah, there's a lot with every person. And I'd, yeah, I just love, I love going deeper. Uh, and again, it's like with the courage to go deeper, I do believe we will receive what we want in life to go to the root cause of what's blocking us. You, you have said something so important and profound, and I hope everybody was able to catch that. Sometimes when you come and you, you ask uh, advice or counseling for an issue or a problem, that is not, sometimes that is not the exact issue that's actually happening. And it may be connected to something else, something deeper. I think that's important for clients and people receiving um, advice to know is that, yes, there, there may be a very clear, tangible, obvious problem going on, a situation that, you know, you need some help on, but also be open to the fact that it could be completely connected to something that you seemingly couldn't see the connection to because it, and, and being a clinical hypnotherapist, I know this for a fact that sometimes we repress and ignore the original root issue. And it may be put onto a, a, an emotion that you're holding within yourself that is attached to a whole other set of beliefs. And so the perception of your reality may be, what has been fuel to the fire of the situation that you have found yourself in. And so therefore, if we pick up on something and it seems a little gregarious, a little strange, a little, um, you know, you're, you're, you're really uncertain about it. Allow, allow a moment, you know, for a true professional psychic, somebody that you, you trust a healer to help you, dig into why this stuff is coming up because chances are it really could be the direct solution to your problem and you had no idea you know that it was happening i find this is especially true when uh somebody is is really stuck in a pattern and they can't get themselves out and they've tried everything that they can and no matter what they do uh, they can't seem to find a way out. So if that keeps happening, um, chances are it, it might be a symptom of something else that needs to be adjusted, balanced, or healed um, in your own life. So I'm I'm really gl- glad that you brought that up, Carol, because I think it's something important that a lot of people need to hear. And 
that's the beauty of this work, right, is is being able to help people shift in those spaces and to uncover the roots of, you know, the the, the true issue. And that's why I said, you know, I don't, I, I take all sorts of questions because they all kind of stem from something, right? You know, they all roads lead back to the same kind of source and that's that internal self. <clears throat> oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> Well, anybody who comes my way, like things have changed with, with me in, in the last year where if anybody writes to me in inquiry, I, I, I let people know I no longer just do straight up reading, readings and say this is going to happen, this is going to happen, that it is a combination of the healing and mentoring side. And that's just being connected with my own truth that, yeah, I feel like I can only follow the guidance that's given to me as well. And I feel like it really matters to me to go to these root causes of situations. Absolutely. But I, it's, I, yeah. it's where all the good stuff, I think, happens. And when just speaking from experience, and you can tell me about your perspective too, when I uh, am working with a client and we hit like a breakthrough, where we hit a moment where all of a sudden we start to understand why this situation keeps happening, you know, why uh, it comes up over and over and we are able to adjust it and fix it. There is this sense of just, it's like vulnerability and humbleness and gratitude and, and release and uh, peace. There, there's just overwhelming feelings of peace and an understanding that really hit both the client and myself. You know, I think one of the beautiful things about this work is that I get to feel exactly where everybody is in that moment. So that would be like the psychic part and the healing part is, you know, pretty self-explanatory being able to help them heal and overcome. And I find that when I walk through this process with them, I am just in a, I am in a total puddle, a pool of gratitude. You know, my heart swells, I tear up, you know, I'm so happy for mm. for, for them. And it can be a, a, a beautiful, overwhelming feeling. In the same sense, if I connect with somebody who may be closed off and hitting a wall after wall after wall, and they may be doing it to themselves, you know, I can I can hold space and feel just as frustrated for them, you know, as they do. Uh, so it really is, uh, a, a reflective kind of journey where you you're really with them every step of the way. Do you experience something of a similar nature with your clients? Um, absolutely, and I'm so blessed that I've had people who still book in with me. Um, the same people who, from the very beginning, when I was just doing tarot readings, keep coming back and now have been on like book in with me on this more energy healing mentoring side and it's amazing to see the evolution and extremely fulfilling and of course it's it's just the most fulfilling work in the world to receive messages thank you so much after our call you know this happened and this happened and, and yeah it's i'm not sure if there's much more fulfilling work out there than someone who would be struggling with a problem sometimes they say I've identified a root cause of a problem they've had their whole life. So, yeah, but again, it's, you'd have to be in the right space where you're, you're ready and, and want to go deep. But I can't imagine 
much more fulfilling type of healing work than to really go deep into the root cause of what's holding you back. Absolutely. It's, it is beautiful. It is quite rewarding. Um, in that same thought, it's, I would agree with you, you know, for myself and, and someone like you as well, that this is some of the most beautiful, rewarding work that, that can be done. But I think, again, it, you, you're, just like you said, you have to be in the right space um, to be able to do it. And you have to be able to want to help other people in such a way, you know, through a communicative conversation, um, advice type of way. Sometimes people have other gifts, right? You know, of being an artist or being a, um, a philanthropist or uh, whatever it is, you know, there's many different ways that we can help people, you know, be in our purpose and pull out deep interaction uh, with others. And so again, for me, it just screams to the importance of following what you feel, what you personally feel called to. Not everyone's going to be able um, to be, you know, a psychic or spiritual advisor, but that doesn't mean you can't help people in your own way. Maybe it's through dance. You know, maybe it's through um, being a parent. Uh, maybe it's being a city counselor, whatever it is. You know, follow those internal impulses where you feel that you know you can not only make a difference for your own self in your life, but for those of others around you. I feel like that's one of the most important things. I totally agree. Because uh, I... One thing which did hold me back in the beginning was to compare myself to other people. Oh, that psychic, everyone says, is brilliant, or that psychic does the real names and dates types of reading, or some people are better at mediumship, or you hear about all these miracle healers. And this has been huge for me, just to focus on, well, what can I do, and what am I good at? And there's also other healing modalities everybody might go on about, and it just mightn't resonate with me. So I would say to anybody out there who is interested in offering some sort of healing or psychic work, definitely just emphasize uh, what you what your skills and your gifts are, because I feel the word psychic has the misconception just that it's about clairvoyant readings. It's more like visionary, I see this, I see this. But the word psychic encompasses a lot. And, and you're right, different gifts are suitable to help in different ways. Uh, this is a beautiful point, is that the word psychic, it definitely has a stigma to it, doesn't it? Like it already has so yeah. many preconceived notions and ideas that are attached to it. But it really does just simply describe the nature in which information is is picked up or given or received you know it speaks to that that realm of how we you know go through a, some sense of creative process and i think you know with the the frequency of the word intuition and intuitive uh being more and more prevalent in you know conversation pop culture what have you it has that kind of similarity, you know, intuitive and psychic. Um, to me, it kind of bridges that same gap of, you know, getting information from a, some sense of an intangible source, uh, something that you can't really grab, you can't necessarily see. Um, 
but you can internally go through that process as well. So and that happens in so many different ways and realms. Yes, sure, like you said, sometimes it is clairvoyant, but that doesn't mean that's exactly what psychic is. It's a manner in which you pick up and receive intangible uh, information. And that could be that could be being a, a car mechanic and knowing how to work with tools and, you know, intuitively figuring out what tools go together and what parts and pieces, you know, to create a, a motor or a new type of motor. Um, or it could be, you know, feeling another person's feelings verbatim and understanding them on a whole other level. There's so many different ways yeah. uh, in, in which to do that. I, f I feel like, and, and, you can, you know, agree or disagree. I feel like when you were on your personal um, retreats and your meditation retreats, you were able to really tune into yourself during that time. Was that a time in which you were able to discover, you know, the these sort of layers of interconnectedness with others? Yes, I feel so because before I moved into the Australian bush, you know, I had spent years, I was going to counselors, I was going to Buddhist meetings, I was going to meditation. Well, you know, that could be like one hour a week, and then the rest of the week, you're in your normal day-to-day -day life. I do, I did find that there's something very special about actually going somewhere that's not your house, that's not around the people you're normally around. You're making the effort to yeah, go somewhere completely to a completely different environment. I really do feel that it makes a difference. And I definitely would recommend anybody who feels the call. There, there, there's just something to it when we're in our own house, our own environment. I do feel like passions can build up. And for me, I definitely feel that it skyrocketed my own healing to go to a completely different environment. And again, in, in my own experience, spending a lot of time in nature was an important aspect of my healing. Mm -hmm. And again, it's, it's very personal. You know, you had to discover that and follow what felt right for you. You know, you had tried a few different things yeah. and they didn't work. And so you readjusted, found a different approach and you found what worked. And I think that's definitely the point here. And I think a big lesson for me, which I learned maybe the hard way, is also the balance because, <laughs> you know, some people might listen to this and they'd be like, well, you know, I've got children and I'm working and I'm paying a mortgage and I can't just go off and live in a retreat. And I would say, you're, you're right, that there needs to be the balance because there's... Um, there's some stories where like a monk might be living up in a mountain all his life and then as soon as he goes back into town, he immediately starts to fight with someone. It's all about integrating what you've learned during your meditations, during your healings into day-to-day -day life. So I feel like I've gone the extreme or maybe disconnecting from day-to-day -day life a bit too much. So I do feel like there is the balance and I'm all with when I work with people now, integrating everything into your day-to-day -day life because that's where it's at. Going to healings, going to readings, retreats, it's all well and good. But what matters are what changes are you making in your life? Afterwards, how are you responding in situations which are normally difficult? So that's been one of my learnings as well. Just... Oh, loving the world the way it is as well that 
retreats are only a small drop in the ocean compared to healing in our day-to-day life. Yes, that is so beautifully said. Thank you for sharing that. Something I want to reiterate is, yes, you can do all these beautiful spiritual studies. You can escape the reality of your life and go into something that pulls you into a deeper perspective. But again, you're going to have to come back to reality at some point. You're going to have to allow whatever you've gone through to integrate into your day-to-day life. We'll never escape the day-to-day life. It's always going to be here. We're always going to feel gravity, right? No matter what, even if you're flying in a plane, there's still gravity happening and we're all held to those same restrictions and limitations. And being able to bring things back down to earth. If you are, you know, in a sort of higher mental, spiritual, psychic realm, what have you, you have to be able to integrate that. So beautiful point, absolutely beautiful point uh, that I think people need to be aware of. And somewhere in your day-to-day life that you may experience that, you know, if you aren't particularly psychic or feel that you are intuitive or connected to others, a, a, a place in which you may feel that in your life is, for example, getting involved in fantasies, daydreams, or goals that seem very unattainable uh, or, or lofty. If you sit here and you're in a daydreaming state, that's great. There's nothing wrong with daydreaming. Or there's nothing wrong with dreaming and allowing yourself to connect to higher concepts. But you have to be able to keep that perspective as well as your own reality, your own life, the the day-to-day things that you have to do for you to be able to survive. Because we're living in this sort of blended layer of consciousness where, you know, we have our animalistic nature and we also have our higher consciousness uh, nature as well. And integrating those two, that's what really allows, in my personal opinion, for a quote-unquote successful human being. You know, being able to integrate the animalistic nature that, you know, we have our needs, we have food, water, shelter, you know, we have to find those things. But the inspiration, the dreaming, the the, the goals and the beauty, um, that's what makes us, I think, more human than anything else is that we have things that we can aspire to and that we can connect with beyond just the scope of physical matter and physical reality. And I think that's our you know, quote unquote, gift as a species is being able to integrate those two. And just like you said, Carol, balance is always one of the most important components uh, to be able to register for yourself. So uh, beautiful point. And thank you for, for bringing that up to our listeners here. So I want to change gears a little bit. Uh, Our callers have been waiting patiently. Thank you, callers, uh, for sitting here online. Uh, What I want to do is uh, ask you a few questions, you know, just a little bit and how um, you connect with others so they get a feel of what a reading is like with you. So is there a process or procedure or ritual that you partake in uh, to let you know that you're connected with a client? How, How do you connect with your clients? Well, before we started this this call, I I do medit- I did a meditation to connect, just to be ready. So all I ask callers is just to have that open heart and yeah, just open mind, open heart, and yeah, no specific instructions in in particular. Is there anything that 
you do to like pull a client's energy towards you or how like when you connect with them like what happens for you maybe in your mind or in your body or um however it is what is that is there like a feeling that happens when you connect what 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 gets you to that space yeah i find it very hard to explain in words because i've never done uh like a weekend course how to be a psychic it's like an accumulation of all my years of meditation and working with people so um <laughs> all i say with people i don't know how it happens it, it just happens and people most of the time leave a lot happier and feeling lighter afterwards so i i find it very hard to describe in, in words this is what i do like it's because it's, yeah it's coming from a space that's not the intellect so <laughs> yeah, true. I just think I would just say if you feel the call, what I do ask people is just to, just to tune in and just feel you know after the conversation, do you resonate? Do you resonate with my stories? Do you resonate with what I do? Do you have that own intuition that I'm the right person to connect with you today? On those levels, I feel it's very important that you just tune in and do you feel like I'm the right person to connect with you today about your situation that you're going through? Absolutely. And do you have any kind of specialty? Is there something that you're specifically more skilled at helping clients with or something that you may may like to do more than, than other things? About business. Like people who have done all the done all the right things, sometimes spent thousands of dollars on every kind of coach and mentor and website but the dollars are not flowing. So business is something in particular that I focus on. And again, from the perspective of clearing the energy blocks behind it, because I don't feel it's fair for me just to be like, okay, a reading, everything's going to turn out like this. I do love to see with every situation you're going through, just like why things are the way they are. So, I guess my favorite type of question today would be, what's happening in my business? Something doesn't feel right about my relationship. Just to have that willingness to go deeper into the why and what can be done to change, they would be my perfect questions today. I love that. And so when you're working with your clients, what is your ultimate goal? What do you want them to walk away with from a session? The main thing I work with is just people feeling a lot lighter. I feel like I do help to release a lot of the accumulated stress that we pick up just from the stresses of society and just being a human. So most people who work with me, they'll always write to me, I feel so much lighter. And with that, it's not like I would ever say like a claim but normally people, almost every single person I work with, they'll write back to me about two days later that, you know, they couldn't get a job interview and then they suddenly got it straight after our call or their business hasn't had any sales and then they got a sales straight after the call. So I do feel when there was a release of a lot of the stress around the situation and looking at the root cause of a situation, as a side effect, things generally do start to flow in the direction that you want them to. But again, I work in kind of a backwards way where I might bring up unrelated things that might feel like that, but 
when clearing a lot of the root, root causes of the stress, good things generally start to happen. Beautiful. And that's true. You know, when you start clearing away those cobwebs, you can really start to see (laughs) the full picture. (laughs) Beautiful. Well, uh, we'll be taking all of your calls here in just a moment. But first, Carol, how can people come into touch with you, come into contact with you um, if they wanted to work with you further? The best way is through my Facebook page, and it's down here on the text, Carol Sundara Psychic. So, yeah, Facebook is the main way that people contact me. Beautiful. Well, thank you for sharing all this information with us and sharing, um, you know, your experiences, what you've gone through and, and um, the way in which you connect. It's it's beautiful and refreshing uh, to be able to hear all these different perspectives and how, you know, each one of us as advisors, we all have our different ways of going about, but we all seem to really connect with that same energy. And for me, it's very validating, you know, to see this kind of happen, that we all have different ways, but we connect to that same essence, um, which is beautiful. It shows that, hey, there's something going on here that all of us, you know, have the ability to be able to tap into. So um, I want to uh, start bringing on some calls here. If you are listening in and you want a chance to get a free reading, um, just call in 347-308-8788. Hit one on your keypad if you would like to be put in the queue. Otherwise, it shows that you are just listening in, um, and I won't uh, I won't necessarily bring you on because it shows that you're just listening. So if you do want to be able to chat, just hit the one on your keyboard, and you will be put into the queue. Otherwise, I welcome you just listening in and, and tuning in with us, so thank you. Uh, what we're going to do is I will bring you on by area code. I'll call your area code and say that you are on air. So introduce yourself and where you're calling from. And then we'll be able to connect. I'll have you ask your question and Carol will connect here uh, with you. And then I will connect as well for whatever I see fit. So um, thank you for all past, present and future listeners. Um, Let's start getting into it. Uh, Carol, do you feel ready to take some calls here? Yes. Let's see how things go. (laughs) (laughs) Well, first, I just want to get everybody in the same space here. So if you can do so safely, go ahead and close your eyes. Everyone, let's just take a nice deep breath together in through the nose. And hold the breath briefly. And exhale. Allow yourself to become grounded, secure, right here in present moment. Beautiful. All right, so uh, you heard it. So you heard the questions that um, you know could work really well with Carol. Just want to keep a refresher. We're not really going to take any kind of legal or medical questions, as you know. I myself uh, am not a licensed practitioner of the healing arts or professional litigation specialist. So um, if we refrain from those questions, we should be able to have a good flow of information channeled for you. So. Uh, Let's go to our first caller here. Uh, That is going to be uh, area code 917. 917, you are live and on the air. Please tell us your name where you're calling from today. Hello? Hello. Hello. Hi there. Oh, hey. Thanks for taking my call. My name is uh, Tim, and I'm calling from, uh, from New York. Hi there, Tim. 
Thank you for calling. How can we help you? Thanks again. I was just uh, wondering if uh, there was any messages from Spirit regarding uh, me getting a new job. Uh, I've been trying to meditate, trying to tap in. I haven't been consistent, but I'm buckling down. Uh, meditation is still hard for me, but I'm trying to, you know, just bring in some new things, some abundance, and drop things of that nature. If you have any tips or messages from Spirit, it'd be greatly appreciated. Hi, Tim. So you said you're looking for a job. And, and it's not, is that it? That is correct. I'm, uh, yes, looking for You're a looking job. for a new job. Yeah. One thing which is a real test of faith. Okay. Just, but just to remember the element of divine intervention or whatever you want to call it, because I feel. Like, you know what to do, and there's only so much you can do of, you know, applying for everything and looking up all the job ads. And I would recommend just to keep that extra sense of, at the end of the day, letting go with some sort of prayer or like a manifestation ritual or journaling what you want. That's going to be the icing on the cake for the job to come to you, just to have... Just to remember that the job is going to come in the space. I I do feel this is in the realm of some sort of, like obviously taking the action and and taking the inspired action, but also I do feel it'll be like, the the word miracle is even coming up. Like I feel it's like a test in faith in that way. Like from all the spiritual teachings you've learned all over the years, it's like a test in um, putting it into practice in in a way that's potentially quite stressful. So I would recommend to revisit all that you know about manifest, manifesting and ritual and, and that sort of thing. And every evening have that element of sort of letting go, like, you know, God or whatever you want to call it. I've done all I can, but I'm leaving the last part up to you. I definitely want to throw in some support here to to what Carol is saying. You know, Tim, you have a very clear, connected nature uh, to your own higher self, uh, to to your human self. Like, it's it's very clear. I can feel it all over you. Um, What I keep being shown is that there is there is a, a difficult with duality happening and it's it's like you really are a powerful I, I believe you to be a powerful manifester. You have an ability to be able to create things uh right in front of you, but I think there's some sense of self doubt that keeps coming up over and over. Mm. It feels a it feels attached to I, I, I keep feeling a person in your past that was able to put that within your own mind and it feels like you're living out their perceptions of reality. And so I think a lot of, uh, and and I resonate with what Carol is saying, you know, this letting go process, it feels really, really important for you to set your manifestation and then let it go, trust it completely. And like, you know what, I know it's going to happen. I'm, I don't need to think about it. I don't need to put pressure on it because when I'm connected with your energy, Tim, I feel this, it's almost like a dam, right? And and behind that dam are all of these things that you're manifesting and it's like trying to burst through. But 
the dam is actually built, you know, within your own psyche, within your own mind. And so there is a sense of you holding your own self back. Perhaps it's, you know, the quote unquote realism effect, you know, things still have to be real. Things still have to hold, you know, that, that physical weight uh, to it, you know, something tangible, something that you can really sink your hands on. But in all reality, it feels like all of these things that you're manifesting are just waiting for you to give that, that, let me use these words strategically, humiliated sense of acceptance. When, when I say humiliated, I mean, there is no ego, there is no bias, there is just total vulnerable acceptance um, of what's to come. When I ask um, what you specifically need to be doing, what spirit keeps showing me is that there is a sort of broad spiritual expansion that you're going to be stepping into. Um, I do feel like your own consciousness is going to be going through a shift between now and likely uh, the end of December, specifically, I'm seeing you in January having this whole new kind of level of conscious perception, consciousness uh, that seeks through your experience. Um, I feel like, you know, these next few months are going to be pretty opening and revealing for you. And I'm, I, I try and ask some specifics just to help you um, become aware of what will come up for you, you know, as far as a new job or something. But the only thing that I'm being shown is that there will be personal definitions of career milestones, but for whatever reason, they seem to be connected in an emotional way. So what this makes me feel is that having a new job, having something uh, as a career, it's going to be triggered through emotional perception and understanding. I, I know that sounds a little vague, but when you get there, it's going to make a lot more sense. The best way I can tell you to kind of digest it now is that following your intuition, your gut feelings, your hunches, your, your any feelings, really, uh, the emotions, is going to be important for you. And I'm not sure if you tuned into the beginning of the show, but learning to be malleable for you right now is going to be essential as well. Having that new approach uh, to different situations and circumstances, I feel, will really help. Other than that, I mean, you've got some really great natural abilities. It's just allowing yourself to be able to accept them and letting go of those old biases that may have been thrown onto you. Maybe it was in childhood, maybe it was recently through other experiences. Um, you know, either way, uh, just finding what works better for you instead of adopting what other people have told you that you need to. I've, I've done a tarot reading as well. I just thought I'd share um, what's coming out sure. from the tarot reading. Um, so we have Six of Cups, which is a picture in this particular tarot card of two people playing. So again, it's, it's going on into the feeling of, you know, I feel like you're doing all the action but you need to do something just to let go of some of the resistance. And it's very counterproductive in a society, especially if you're in New York, which is all about doing, 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 stress, stress, stress. And I'm just hearing, just to make sure that when you're in a situation like this, just to keep meeting up with your friends, because I feel you're going to get a phone call about a job when you sort of forget about it. You, you've met up with a friend for dinner or something like that. And then we do have Knight of Pentacles in the future, which literally is the job offer. So it was just confirming what's coming up from both of us that we do we do believe in you. I feel like it is coming. 
it feels like it's just like a journey to get there of just yeah releasing a lot of the conditioning a lot of the previous stresses so it feels very positive (laughs) absolutely it feels so connected doesn't it to like so many aspects of his life like it feels like it's all conducive to consciousness it feels like everything is kind of interrelated and interwoven uh, with him so I, I think you know as that expansion happens Tim you'll be able to find it doesn't just affect you know just job um, I think it really when I'm connected with you I can feel yeah job is part of it but abundance and prosperity and you know just uh, assets position, property, value, things of value, that's really going to be the space that changes, you know, what is held as valuable and, you know, an increase in, you know, valuable things. It all kind of is that that whole same realm. So don't think that it's just, you know, a job or lack thereof that's creating any kind of limitation. It truly is your level of consciousness. And I think that's what Carol and I are speaking on is that that's what's going to be able to shift. And then that will you'll see you know moments of that manifesting in your life of like oh here comes this moment of prosperity here comes this opportunity here comes this you know it's all in that layer and level of consciousness wow (laughs) that's quite a bit of information my goodness (laughs) well thank you both so much i really appreciate it you're welcome. Well, good luck. Um, you know, check back in. Let us know uh, yeah, how sure. things work out for you. You got Perfect. it. Thank you. All right, Tim. Take care. Thanks for calling in. You know, I, it brings me to a, a point real quick. It's that it's things really are interconnected in our lives. You know, they one thing taps into another, taps into another. And when you when you work on something, when you fix something, even if it doesn't feel like a big deal, you never know really the domino effect that's going to take place and going to happen. It feels like with that interconnectedness, you know, you you really can heal or fix, you know, a lot within yourself just in a moment, just addressing one internal issue that you may have neglected for for a long time. All right. So let's move on here to our next caller. Hopefully other people are able to get um, some clear understanding for themselves as well through that one. Um, We're going to go to our next caller. That's going to be uh, area code 415. Area code 415, you are live and on the air. Please tell us your name and where you're calling from today. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi, this is Anne. Thank you. This is Anne from California. Hi there, Anne. How can we help you today? Um, I saw on um, Carol's, I looked at her Facebook page that she's lived in um, New Zealand. Yes, I have. And um, I, my, I have family there in Wellington, and when I visit, I just love the birds and I'm real connected to the, um, fantail is my favorite. And, um, and I just thought I'd share that with you since you know about how special they are there and just, um, anything you pick up with me and 
connection to animals or working with animals? I'm feeling, I don't know, I'm feeling some spirit that, I don't know, I feel like you've got another question. I'm not sure what, I I go with specific questions. For some reason, I'm just feeling there's something else you want to ask or like what's the true meaning? Well, it's job related. It's, yeah. It is. Yeah. <laughs> spirit sometimes is like <laughs> a bit blunt. What, like, yeah. Well, yeah, that is. I mean, that is. It's working with animals oh, right, in, okay. for a future job. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. You're wondering, will this be a, like a career? What's coming through first is that like it is like a spiritual connection. Um, uh-huh. Like, I do feel you definitely communicate with animals, and it helps to take you out of the, the space that's just the mind. It's very, it's very rare that people have that level of sensitivity that they have that communication with animals. It definitely shows that. There's also a lot of silence that you have within yourself as well. Like you have to be very, very sensitive to connect with animals. First of all, it just keeps them coming up. Like it's, it's more like a spiritual, personal connection. I'm just tuning in around. You're, you're wondering, could you work with animals full time? Just trying yeah, to children, see children and animals. Children and animals. And, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So just want to tune in, like with the finances line up with the overall. Right. For some reason, children jumps out more as the career. Uh huh. But we have first, we have four of swords, which is like a picture of someone resting. We have two of pentacles, right. which is someone back and forward, not sure what she wants just now. So I feel you you actually will get your full answer from the animals themselves. So huh. it's like, oh, they will tell you. If you tune in, you will get all the answers yeah. that you need. So I feel Definitely. like it just hasn't lined up from the universe, whatever you want to call it. This is your job. Go and apply tomorrow. It, it, it just shows this is just the way it works in nature, the way their timing doesn't necessarily work exactly as our timing is. So, yeah, there's just that encouragement that this is the part of the journey. You're, you're on a journey communicating with animals, and it's just taking a while for it to become clear of how is this going to be like a tangible role like a job or something Mm -hmm. like that another thing as well is that when there is that space of like two pentacles of someone kind of back and forward a bit confused not sure what to do and it can be a bit stressful to be in that space because then you feel you know you want to be moving in a particular direction and when you don't know what to do it, it can be a bit stressful and part of that stress can be maybe just like an identity crisis, scared. Like if you fully embraced how you want to be, there could be some fear there of how different your personality will change and how different your life will change. So I feel if you address some of those underlying fears of like an identity crisis, I feel the path will be more clear, more tangible, more 
like how are you going to work it out in practical terms will line up a bit more. Ooh, I definitely want to uh, jump in right here. That's a perfect energy and space because um, I totally agree, Carol, that's 100% right. When I'm connected with you, and I feel this quite expansive spiritual uh, energy. I feel so many feelings. I feel like you're very, very sensitive. Um, and it, it must be recently that you have this opening because I can feel you being particularly um, vulnerable. When I'm connected with you, I feel you feeling things so deeply. Does that make sense? Like I feel you really vibing with some kind of situation, experience, you know, there is a deep wealth of compassion um, that is within you. And I feel like that is kind of at the root of any of the work um, that you want to get yourself involved in. When I specifically ask about animals, I am being shown uh, quite a a grounded energy, um, which makes me feel like it would be very practical for you to be able to do this. But when I ask spirit about what you need to be doing at this time to usher this in. What I am showing is that right. there is a, a need for connection with divine feminine or the, the higher self. And mm-hmm. so it feels like right. the more that you are able to tune into these higher energies, higher frequencies, the more that the practical and tangible matters literally just spell themselves out for you, just as Carol was saying. The more that you tune in, the more that what happens on the outside just follows in suit, if that makes sense. Because this is your, your part of your purpose. This is your path, you know, to be able to connect with beings, be it human or animal, in this way. Um, it, it, it comes full circle, and you you already see the connection. And the more that you kind of tune in and bring your own energy to that frequency, the more that it just physically is able to spell out for you. And that brings me to a really good point of the nature of walking on your own path and your purpose, which is the more that you tune into yourself and you let go of any other biases, any other notions that others may have thrown onto you, the more that you stay tuned into self, the more that everything outside of self literally lines up with that internal vision and version. And that's what it feels like you're getting into right now is, is anchoring that spiritual energy, the connections that you have into yourself. So that way it's reflected outside of self. It's very much a, uh, almost like a hermetic idea or principle as above, still below, you know, that kind of thing um, as within. So without, so it feels like you're right there. Um, it feels like you're right on that precipice. The more that you tune in, the more that you'll see it shift um, on the outside of self. And I feel like you're directly in that in that right path of what you want to work on. So connecting with feminine energy and in what way? Like, I don't see it that, how you mean doing that. Well, when so you when I say, to, go ahead. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, I feel like going to New Zealand and being drawn to New Zealand and the animals just shows that, like, like I feel like, I mean, I was there on kind of a spiritual path as well. It just shows uh-huh. that falling towards any sort of spiritual practice which has more connection with nature, connecting with more of the sensitive realm. So I, I would see. just say, well, whatever you're drawn to, 
just trust in that. I feel it's almost uh-huh. like it's your own tongue, like what you're drawn to right now spiritually. And just to trust yourself and where you're going. It, it, it can it. be hard when you might have people around you who completely resonate with what you're going through. But um, I just keep on hearing to trust yourself that you are uh-huh. going through your own evolution here. Absolutely. Absolutely. Having that core connection with self, you know, the divine sensitive energies, things that are of more sensitive nature. Uh, Carol described it perfectly here. So um, trust those instincts. Absolutely. Because they're, they're leading you in the right way. Great. All right. Thank you. Thank you for the, for the show. Wishing you the best. You're very welcome. Thank you for calling in. Take care. I'll keep listening. All right. Thank you. Oh, that's such a beautiful energy and what a beautiful calling. I, I feel that sensitivity in, in her soul and it's uh it's so refreshing, you know, to to run into people that can feel this this internal call that feel themselves in such a way and for us to be able to offer that validation of, hey, you know, this is valid, this is real, this is really happening, you know, and we're able to even yeah. even pick up on that energy, I, I feel like is is very validating for people because it it allows you to know, hey, you're in that right space. You know, everything is yeah. playing out as it should be. And the more that you keep trusting that internal, sometimes it's a voice, sometimes it's a vision, sometimes it's a pull, just as we had talked about earlier, right? Sometimes it's a dance or a gibberish or whatever it is. Following that that feeling, um, that's, that's the way, that's the path, that's the goal. That's ultimately... Um, I think the gift that's that's speaking to you. Some people, you know, can't hear it, right? Some people either ignore it or they were taught not to listen to those kind of things. Um, but when you do have it, that's something you can definitely trust. But something else that I feel is significant as well is just when you're going through this awakening, but maybe people around you don't quite understand, then we can start to second guess ourselves. So I'm happy that we can bring that validation. Because yes. to be extra sensitive or communicating with animals, you know, it's not something very widely discussed by society. So we've got to trust in these new energies coming through and where they are taking yes. us. Yes. And I think, you know, speaking on that point of divine feminine, I, I would argue that nature, earth, you know, is that feminine energy itself. And we too, although we have the sort of uh, harder energies of consciousness, the animalistic nature, the sensitive nature, uh, you know, the, the part that's connected to earth is still within us as well. And something that I think that we have forgotten, you know, as a society, as a species, as a whole, something that we have neglected now that we have, you know, consciousness in the form of technology at our fingertips, so easy, so ready, you know, to be acted upon and invoked. We forget our core nature, you know, that we do have kind of, uh, quote unquote, natural Wi-Fi, right? Where we can pick up information and, and to connect with animals or, you know, our environment, people, uh, plants, situations around us, um, so, yeah, I think it's a, a good calling for all of us to be able to get back into that kind of energy. And what beautiful 
representation of it with yourself being here, Carol, someone who has thrown herself into nature, you know, and, and completely enveloped herself in that, that realm. Is that when you were in that space of retreat, were you able to connect with these kind of energies yourself? Well, yes, that's where my psychic abilities really got a lot stronger. So, yeah, it's a lesson for us all, a lesson for all the listeners today. It just if you feel like you feel some sort of block or something doesn't feel quite right, go to nature. Sometimes it's perfect. As as that. Yeah. Yeah, and you're a perfect example of that. Look at that! How beautiful. <laughs> All right, let's uh, go to our next caller here. We've got about 14 minutes left, so we'll try to get to as many as we can. Thank you all again for patiently holding. Our next caller is going to be area code 216. 216, you are live and on the air. Please tell us your name and where you're calling Hello. from today. My name Hello. is Sharon. I'm calling from Ohio. Why, well, I got cut off Hi there, twice Sharon. for some reason. I think it's the weather. <laughs> <laughs> it must be. There's something going on here, but glad you got in got in here. So how can we help you today? First time caller. I it I'm guess it's the same theme today. It's always like that. Career, but you can pick <laughs> up on that. I know you don't like the when, where, why, how, but can you can you see with that? Actually when you said that you have some bird guides who have a huge sense of humor. I'm starting to feel this sort of like giggling in my heart. And they're saying to you, like they're watching you saying, like, I just want to know, can you just tell me like, what to do? And they're, they're, you, you have a lot of lightheartedness in your spirit guides where they're just like, like, this is part of it. There's no one answer. <laughs> so they're sort of... um. This is this this is part of it that nobody can tell you do this do this do this, and they, they can also understand the the frustration around you. But I'll see what comes up with the energetics. Like honestly, out of all my years of doing professional psychic reading, I can tell you for sure there's no one answer. There's no set in stone. This is what to do. Well, let me know, what's your very specific question about your career? Well, um, Wednesday was my last day, and I want to see if you see anything new coming up for me. Okay. Well, first of all, what's coming up? We have the high priestess, and we have um, what you're being told first is Use this time wisely while there is a gap because you will get into a new job and you will get busy again. You have Ace of Pentacles coming up, showing a new good opportunity coming. But you are being asked to use this time wisely while there's a gap because you know what it's like as soon as you're in the, the cycle of work that there's not so much time for spiritual practice and um and also what's coming up is that when you do have a gap like this, that you can consciously create the new job to come in. What's coming up is that I don't know if it was you who initiated this job ending, but we have two of swords, which is suggesting that whether you are 
conscious or unconscious about the job ending that part of you mightn't have been happy there in the first place and you might have been wondering how long will I stay there so it is coming up that everything does make perfect sense the way the job ended because it doesn't look like on an unconscious level that you fully were happy there you fully saw yourself in the long term so I feel like with the high priestess it's a very intuitive spiritual magical card in this particular deck there's two pillars around her which also shows the grounding and security as well which I still see for you I don't see you in, in going into any kind of distress around looking for a new job or anything let's just keep on hearing the message let this gap be a time to dive into more time with ritual and prayer and consciously creating the right type of job coming in, bringing in a new job that's like an upgrade to the last one. You don't need to jump into just whatever comes. I feel like you do have that gap where you can just, yeah, set out new intentions to you know, think about what you didn't quite like about the last job and just set intentions of what you want to call into the next role. I think I have to jump in here because I actually am in total um, agreement as well with this. When I'm tapped in to, to your path here, Sharon, I'm being shown that a key to the next, to your own job situation, scenario, you know, the path for, for your own job and career life is the key has been the letting go of whatever transition, you know, is, is currently happening. So I feel like just as Carol had said, where you were before, it's, it's as if you have grown past this. And what I keep being shown on the other side of this quote unquote death or transition, which feels like, you know, the, the, the current job that you had not being there anymore. Uh, when I, when I'm shown the other end, it shows uh, wealth of abundance. And so when I'm tapped into your energy, I feel this huge sense of um, expansion and there's a feeling of needing to get it limited or directed or on something specific. But a key word that Carol had used was uh, create. There is a sense of creation that is coming through in your own path, purpose, and energy now where you get to have an active process in doing something that you genuinely want to do in the sense that you get to kind of create it. The only thing that I'm feeling as far as any specifics about the realm of the work, um, Spirit keeps showing me that you're going to be working with broken bonds. Um, so be it bonds or connections with people um, or perhaps deals or situations, you know, that may have been clear and set in stone, have gone through some sense of a breakdown um, or aren't working. It's this realm that I feel like you're going to be able to help others. Because when I, when I pull your energy, I keep seeing you being very direct and honest with people, but also quite understanding and compassionate and there's a certain sense of authority or directness that you have in getting people to understand concepts ideas or you know even just what's happening in their life mm -hmm. it very much reminds me of somebody who's able to to give advice or you know to help set people on a path it has a sort of director um, energy to it 
And so I would say that any kind of director or managerial um, position is going to be really, really beneficial, but you can even take it into your own hands. And I feel like in all honesty, this is a time where you can literally create your own business where the, the work that you do is representative of yourself and your name. Um, so I feel like you have this opportunity to do that right now because you're the whole key, the whole thing that's been waiting is this transition of letting go of the job of being there to serve either of yourself or give of yourself to something, you know, maybe you didn't have a hand in creating, but you're able to be there to serve a purpose. But now is the time where you get to have that active engagement with creation. If you so choose, I think you can, again, I've never never thought about my own business, never even had a, even a slight interest in that. So that's interesting. Never, ever, ever. But yeah, I, I'm open-minded to what you're saying. And and so working with, I've always been in banking and investments. I can't even imagine what this could be, but you know, I'm sending resumes out. That's all I can say. Thank you. That's good. Hmm. That's good. Um, I think it's, that's interesting. Cause I said bonds, right. Um, breaking bonds that were like broken <laughs> and it makes me, it is funny. It makes <laughs> it makes me feel like you know it could be even you know in a financial realm because I think bonds uh, happen all the oh, time I in banking, so right? <laughs> it's it's pretty cool. I think um, I really think you could. I, I could see you just advising people in the right way. Perhaps it could be some kind of financial advisor where you know the ins and outs of certain. Um, realms of finance, what have you, maybe it is something with um, investments uh, and, and being able to link other people up to their their right person. But the point is that it gets to be in your creation this time. I think you could eventually, you know, if you really wanted to and you don't feel as sure, just, just you know, throw yourself into a situation where you're working for another company, and I think it would be fine. I think it would be a good um, transition and something supportive for you. But again, there there is an opportunity now for you to be able to create something if you so choose. So um, I think the beautiful, the beautiful part of this, and what you can take away, is that it's within your hands. At this time, it's within your hands, you know, and you're not subjected to the whim of what's around you or, or, or you know, what is, what is open there to in your environment and you can actively create it right now. So I think that's, I think that's a thing to really think about this time. Are you having kind of a bad connection on your end too, kind of? Uh, yeah, there's uh, a bit of a on the line. Here, 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 here. I can hear it. Oh, okay, my goodness, okay. it's so scratching. <laughs> this, uh, I have, I have much of any control and control as long as I'm talking to the platform here. here. So, so if that happens, that happens again. You know, but my point is, point is, is that um, just to make sure, make sure you are doing everything, everything, everything you have at this time, right? Everything, everything within your own realm of possibility. You don't have to be subjected to to what's around you. You know, for example, like job availability and and. Only going with what's around. It's really a thing of you having that chance of creation. And that's the takeaway. That's why you can choose to jump on that for yourself. Or you can put your resume out there and be able to get a job, no problem. Something that does feel managerial will be the right realm for you in kind of a director or manager position. But this is definitely your time to experiment. 
That's wonderful. Yeah, it's a little bit clearer now, but boy, that was real scratchy for a minute. I just hope I don't have a long gap, but I'm, you can only do what you can do. I'm human. <laughs> yeah, I don't Absolutely. feel that kind of stress. I don't feel that stress for you. I would. I don't feel a concern on that level. Like I don't feel long gaps. But what's coming up is make use out of this time. I know. Like, yeah, because you know, like, as soon as you get busy again, which you will, you'll be like, when I had the free time, why did I not do this? Why did mm-hmm. I not do that? That's what I'm feeling. <laughs> I agree. But not necessarily totally. long in a, in a stressful way. And what's coming up is that we have Knight of Cups in, in my spread of the future, which is coming up like and more emotional fulfillment. So even if it is a still a similar industry, it could be just working with better people or just, you know, the whole job feeling better altogether. Thank you. I know. Yes, I can understand that. <laughs> yeah. Understand. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. sometimes these, you know, you can be in a company that's not, you know, spiritual as such. But you could be just be surprised, you know, everybody needs to get some sort of job and you could be just surprised just to have better people around. So you set up the good yeah. attention to that because some people are just are the like the Buddhas in the marketplace. <laughs> I know. Both of you gave great advice. No, it was wonderful. It really was. Awesome. You're I'm both very accurate. No, no. Glad awesome. to help you. Well, thank you. Thank, thank you for calling you. in, Sharon. Both of you. It was my first time calling in, and Aww. I just thought that was so cute, that word when you said bond. I got sick, but I wasn't going to say anything. I wanted you to finish. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Awesome this validation is, here. I could, and you're right. I could totally change. I'm sending them to different areas. So, But thank you, both of you, okay? <laughs> thank you're you. You're welcome. Check back it's in. Let fun. us know You know what happens. Yeah. We'll be here to listen and help if you need more. Have a, have a good day. Thank you. All right. You too. Thanks, Sharon. Oh, what a beautiful energy. I love that. I love the the openness, you know, and sometimes we do get moments in a in our life where we're called to be able to have different opportunities and to sense that and to know that I think is essentially um, an important time. You know, there is a clearer time for people to identify, okay, when will be a, 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 a better time in my life to make some some risks? you know, to take some chances and, and open myself up in a different way. And I think that's another benefit of being able to have an advisor, you know, that's tuned in is, you know, they can help you guide during those best moments, those best energetic moments. And I think, you know, our, our caller here was able to find themselves in that exact moment. So uh, I'm excited to see her her path and how she's able to grow from this because um, it's literally within her hands. I love that. Uh, well, Carol, we're about to run out of time on live air. For those of you that are listening in, if you want to be able to hear the rest of the show or um, just call in 347-308-8788. We'll be taking one or two calls after the live air ends, um, which is in just a few seconds. But again, if you could remind people, Carol, how they can get in touch with you if they didn't get a chance to talk with you today. The best way is through my Facebook page, Carol Tindara Psychic, and it's on the text here. Awesome. Perfect. So Carol Sandara Psychic on Facebook.com. Uh, thank you all for listening in live um, and welcome to the rest of the archive show if you're listening into this. Um, so we're going to take maybe like one or two uh, last calls here uh, to get in um, uh, those that have been holding for quite a bit. So uh, if you're ready, Carol, uh, I'm going to bring the next person on air here. Yeah. 
All right. So we'll probably just do like one or two more depending because we're going to run out of time. But um, the next caller is going to be area code uh, 604. 604, you are live and on the air. Please tell us your name and where you're calling from today. Thank you so much. My name is Charlene, and I'm calling from Vancouver area, British Columbia. Hi there, Charlene. How can we help you? Um, I, I'm going to carry on the same theme that everyone else has been asking about. Work. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I'm sorry for not being original, but I guess it's um, work. I, I am, uh, okay, well, I won't. I'll just let you go ahead. You know, go ahead. Let us know your question. Okay. Um, I'm currently, I'm not exactly unemployed, but I, I just work at manifesting money as I need it, but I, I would like to find some kind of stability. I do work as an intuitive. Um, I liken myself to being like a pollinator. Um, I have a difficult time marketing myself, so that's probably where I'm looking for help in, but it, it's work. I, I dearly would like some security. So is, is being an intuitive is your main income? Uh, no, I would say labor work is, is more oh, right, the, okay. the main income. So, um, But I do make money as well doing the intuitive work. Okay. And so you just wondered how, mm-hmm. how to grow Sorry. this aspect. How, you're wondering how to grow this aspect. That's correct. Um, yeah. All right, let me tune in. That's all good. I specialize in business reading, so it's all all very relevant. Everybody has a business question. Um, okay. Let me just tune in because this is something I specialize in And I literally just keep on doing the same thing. My theory is not what you do. It's the energy behind it. I do right. not use any of the techniques from any of my marketing qualifications. Okay. Literally, just an energy thing. So, for the intuitive side to work out, I would just ask you just go just deeper into yourself. Um, like behind, like first of all, it's like a self-development journey. Having a business like this that's so dear to your heart and so you know, precious in a way. Um, it's first of all, it's the self-development journey, and I know this might sound unrelated, but this is like the answer to everything. It's like a self-development journey. All your fears, insecurities, like doubts. So working on that level is literally number one. And I would just say in, in, in my own experience of working with people in helping them as like an intuitive marketing consultant, what I've noticed is that some people, they might just put one post on Facebook and they are slammed busy and booked out. Some people have the best website, spend thousands of dollars doing this, 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 and this. And they've actually no clients. So I would just ask just to go deeper to the energetics behind what you do, not what you do. And also I'm hearing as well is what is the conflicting vibration? And I wonder if it is, if you're doing other work as like a day job, is that sort of a constant confliction with your energy? So I feel there's something just unclear. And I feel about the living situation as well, perhaps. I just feel there's something... It's like 
I feel there's just something maybe yeah there's just a few unclear external circumstances or conflicting elements that um, at this point keep the business at the level of what it is and I would just ask uh, to go deeper on what those are okay I, I definitely want to throw in some support here Carol I mean you're spot on in this energy here um, when I am asking about just your own, your own energy. Personally, I, I keep feeling a, a, a need for personal balance. Um, that there needs to be a sort of bridged relationship with self. And when I specifically ask about like the work that you should be doing, spirit keeps showing me that time and time again, you are shown all of these, you know, intuitive psychic, spiritual connections and information. And to the point where probably in your past, it was something that was draining for you, something that just kept gnawing away at you every day um, and just keeps happening over and over and over again. And it's because that is, I do feel it is part of your path and purpose, you know, to be able to connect in this way. The one thing I am shown that is that sense of lack of clarity is a personal perception that you have that is creating a sense of limitation. And what spirit keeps showing me is that there is this belief that everything is far away, that the idea or whatever you're going after is something very distant and it's, it's, it's almost impossible to grab. And it's because of this perspective that it does actually keep all of these business moves, you know, and, and things for yourself at a distance, holding a space of, Knowing that this is your 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 purpose, what you're supposed to be doing, following those constant you know moments where you keep being shown moment after moment that okay I'm connected with things and people um, constantly and there are things that are coming through, allowing and embracing that as an everyday reality, and creating a sense of I know that I'm helping those that are needing it, you know, right here, right now. Just as Carol said, it is an energetic space uh, to be able to shift into. So allowing yourself to not feel, I guess, uh, what's the word? Stuck in that everything is far away, really. Um, and knowing that it's like right here, right here for you now to, to grab onto and latch onto is appropriate. You know what? I feel like I want to give you the space in order to do this. Um, what is the the work that you do intuitively and how do you help people um, just so our listeners can hear what you do? Oh, um, to keep my ego out of it, how I read currently is when, I, when I'm doing it face-to-face is there's rocks and they pull the rocks and they all have various meanings and they fall in different aspects of life, whether it's money, love, action, um, thoughts, processes. And then, and they've, they've probably got about an 80% accuracy. So energetically what I do when I, I'm, when I work with the energy on people, I help them tune through into their cellular level and, and heal and shift and move through blockages. Beautiful. That is so unique and so interesting to me. Look at that. You just did your first marketing thing. Okay, maybe not your first, but <laughs> there's one right there, you know, and I, I and that's my point is that it's literally um, as simple as just 
allowing it to be embraced and not pulled away from. You're in a position where you have your, your regular job, as some advisors call it, the muggle job, and then you have your intuitive, you know, and, and, and psychic connection and, and, and work, you know, really this is a, a career or a profession. And creating a clear separation of the two um, does feel more appropriate now. Don't, I, I, I think as a piece of advice, try not to allow the other job to influence the way in which you manage and work mm-hmm. with the, the psychic and intuitive. Um, trying to keep them different realms you know, because you'll need the other one for some time, you know, for stability and taking care of yourself, home, finances, family. But allowing a sense of separation, I, I think is going to be really, really key here, is that they do work in different ways. And as Carol had said, making sure that energy is correct is going to be your personal task and your job in creating that sense of abundance with the intuitive business. I think what you have is really unique and interesting and something that I would love personally to. Um, so yeah, if you want, you know, shoot me a, a message and I'd love to chat with you if, if you would be interested in um, talking with others about it and explaining your work that's out there. Um, but I think that's the point, you know, oh my gosh, look at that. The spirit keeps saying, hey, hello, we're, we're bringing more connections. We're bringing, we're bringing uh, ability for people to create work for themselves. So um, that is literally happening right here, right now. So maybe even this call for yeah. you calling in was that moment as well. You know, I don't see it. I, I can't see it bias when myself and my energy is, is connected to it. So I can't always tell, uh, but spirit keeps showing me hey you know there's an important energy here so i'm paying attention um, um i can feel that as well thank you and i appreciate what you said about to, uh, maybe sometimes we're so in the forest that we're not realizing that we're we're actually in the in it yeah it's true <laughs> it does happen I, re- I really feel you're meant to be doing this work and i'm quite a blunt person and sometimes i would say to people like look i, I feel you know, this can be like a hobby or something in the side, but I feel like on that soul level, you know, deep down, this is what you're meant to be doing. You know, you're very good. You know, you're completely acting from the heart and integrity. I just feel like there's just the other belief systems from society in the way. And that's what, um, because Brandon was saying, you don't want the need for a day job to sort of kind of, I just feel like it kind of, it gets a bit confusing because I think your soul knows this is all you want to be doing. And, but then you're kind of trying to figure it out, bringing other bits of money and balancing your personal life as well. So I, I really feel it. I feel it's like in your DNA doing this work. I really feel there's, you're onto something there. And um, I also feel as well to like, when you said to yourself, you're 80% accurate, I said be careful <laughs> with saying that sort of thing. Um, I wonder just like what was the energy behind saying that? Like I know like nobody who's a professional reader is, you know, God and everything they say is set in stone, but I really feel like you're so on the ball with your uniqueness and, and what you're doing and I wouldn't say to write that in your marketing, I'm eighty percent accurate. I just feel okay. People need to hear whatever you need to tell them at the time. And it's the nature of giving readings. 
every like in almost every session that I've done, people will say, "No, that doesn't resonate," or "That'll never happen." And then they might come back even two years later. Oh no, now I know what you meant. <laughs> so I just want you to really trust in how good you are, and I really mean it. Like Thank just you. to, yeah, and just as as if you listen to the interview earlier like not to compare to other ways of doing things because yours is unique it's not like you just did the the weekend workshop um and now you're you've got a certificate in this or that it's i feel like yours is also an accumulation of so much learning and fine-tuning over the years so just to yeah trust in your own uniqueness and trust that you really are onto something i would say you're 100 percent accurate in what you do if, if you believe in yourself Whoever comes your way, they need to hear what you've got to say, whatever it is. Because you're not going to be a names and dates predictive fortune teller. That's not that's not who you are. It's no. guidance. Yes. Thank you. I th- this has been most helpful. <laughs> Yay. Yeah, absolutely. Well, please shoot me uh shoot me an email. I I'd love to chat with you and and uh see if you know, you'd be a good fit to be on, on air. That would be great. Yeah, I, I will. Thank you so, so, so very much. And I will. Uh, You're welcome. Do that. I will get on that immediately here. And I'm going to listen again in the archives. And I truly appreciate your um, allowing me to stay on. And, uh, Absolutely. And appreciate it. Well, All right, you, you two, enjoy I'm your glad day. glad we could help. Thank yeah, you. Thank you, Britta. All right, bye-bye. Okay. Oh, I love that everything has been kind of so in the same cool. realm, right? <clears throat> it's been uh oh, it's a, a beautiful thing. Uh let's uh, let me not spend too much time here cuz I know uh we're going to run out in just a moment. Let's take one more call if you're okay with that, Carol. Yeah. Um, uh, all right, perfect. All right, so we're going to bring on our Last caller here. Again, thank you all for coming in. If you didn't get a chance um, to talk with us on air, uh, tune into another show. You know, feel free to subscribe so you're updated on when the other shows are coming out and what's to come. There's plenty of more guests um, to to be had. Um, all right, so let's bring in our last caller. That's going to be area code eight six zero. 860, you are live and on air. Please tell us your name and where you're calling from today. Oh, wow, me. Thank you. Lisa from Connecticut. Yay. Hi, Lisa. <laughs> Hello. How can I help you today? I am, um, I've been told I have gifts. I don't know where they are. <laughs> I, <laughs> um, okay. This is like, to know if I'm going to be doing that kind of work that you are doing and how to get there. Beautiful. What's coming through for me first is, I mean, it might be Reiki, but potentially looks like Reiki, like bringing through some sort of energy healing in that way. And just to trust in what comes through for you, and like a lot of the theme of this call has just been about, you know, not comparing to some healer down the road everybody raves on about, and comparing, just to tune into, maybe even write a diary about it, like if somebody says, oh, I feel so much better after talking to you, or 
someone felt better after gave you gave them a hug. I just feel like trust that it is happening. I just trust that whatever is happening, it is happening regarding healing gifts. But I am feeling something along the lines of like energy healing, like in silence. I just keep on hearing, just trust that it is happening. <laughs> um, you don't necessarily have to do some sort of course unless you want to, because a lot of the time that can bring you into the intellect for, for that sort of thing, like energy healing. I just feel there's definitely something there. You just have to trust in it. And I feel like you do know what the healing gifts are. You just might be maybe just second guessing or comparing. I would have to say is um, there is quite a clear healing and, and energetic thing going on within you, Lisa. I, I feel that as well. Although, I am being shown something a little bit different. Do you have some kind of an affinity with like music or sounds or something I keep hearing is like these specific tones and frequencies and I feel them being either received or emitted from you, Lisa. And it's as if you're able to I don't know. It's like you can understand or see things in tones. Um, it has something to do with personal vibration and the vibration of others. Like I feel like you can pick up on it, but I feel a transference of energy. And maybe this is where that, that Reiki was coming from that Carol had mentioned um, is that there's something about working with different frequencies and states of being. And for whatever reason, in my mind, it translates to, to tones um, and an energy transference of some kind. I feel like that's going to be pretty, um, a, a pretty solid theme in the work that you're going to be able to do for others. Now, just as Carol had said, you can choose whether or not that you want to get involved with like classes or learning Um I actually feel that it would be beneficial for you to do this only because spirit keeps showing me that you're going to be discovering your own gifts and the way that you can relate them to other people on your own. But I feel that being around people of like energy and like state of mind is going to be helpful for you because it allows you a safe space in order to be more vulnerable with yourself. And that's the key is being vulnerable to yourself and the abilities that you do have, which include, you know, being sensitive, picking up on people's feelings and emotions, being able to just kind of instantly know things about other people based on the state in which their energy is. It's a lot of connecting to the energy of other people and creating some kind of transference. I, I feel like that's going to be a common theme uh, in the work that you're able to do and the gifts that you have with other people. Um, it feels when I'm connected with you, I see this vision of you meticulously crafting your stage, quote unquote. And it looks like you, you like set up these flowers and these beautiful colors and you would maybe have like a crystal bowl, like a singing bowl and other crystals. And I feel like a nice little, um, perhaps like a tablecloth. It just feels like you create a beautiful space and environment uh, for 
this kind of energy to be transferred and given um, to another. So I feel like colors, sounds, um, and and even you know perhaps images or environments, uh, those are going to be prevalent in the work that you're able to do. So again. I think surrounding yourself right now, perhaps with other people who are in like mind of like learning and, and coming to know themselves in these different abilities could be conducive, but you certainly don't have to. The whole point is to be vulnerable with yourself and to trust that inner feeling. The more and more you become vulnerable with that, the more and more you, you create that relationship with self, the more it's literally going to be spelling out for you. And then also take note of when you do start allowing that to happen, the people that are being attracted to you, that's going to be a big telltale sign as well, is that there will be specific patterns of people that get drawn to you that are asking for something pretty specifically. Um, and the more that that keeps happening, note the patterns, because that is an indicator of the people that you're able to help. But it's in direct relation to deepening that vulnerability with your own self. Uh, you'll, you'll see it as a pattern starting to emerge. That's going to be a big key for you. Well, you guys are spot on because I did go for Reiki Master. Um, oh, cool. When I put my hands on people, I can I hear diseases they have. I know if there's a baby coming, I can feel it kicking in the belly. The problem is that I had, a, I had a psychic once say to me, people are nosy. They want to know what's going to happen, but they're too cheap to pay for healing. <laughs> and she was right. <laughs> oh, no, I would let go of that belief system because if you listen to the interview earlier, you'll see that I don't do those types of readings anymore. I mostly do energy healing in my own business now after doing tarot card readings for a while. So that's why I'd be careful with, you know, oh, the psychic told me this. That doesn't feel very empowering or the greatest expression of your gift. Okay. I mean, the people yeah, that I, I get think... on my table get up and say they feel good. Ooh, can I do that again? But then they don't come back. It's a problem with not showing up. I have people I wait five hours for and they say, oh, I just got busy. I didn't come. It's like, wow, really? <laughs> oh, you've got, to deep, you've got to trust yourself deep down. Because at the start of the conversation, you were like, you know, oh, I'm told I have the healing gifts, do I? But I feel, you know, deep down, you're good. You're good. You need to, be to embody it. And I'm not sure if you heard the last caller about the energetics behind business are more important than what you do. Because in my business, I literally get zero people counseling. I have zero no-shows. I would, I would, that, that would be unheard of. I, I don't expect it to happen. And I guess it's because I'm at the point where I just believe in what I do and the right type of people come. So I feel like just completely own your gifts and to embody them and treat yourself as a professional healer. Okay. Yeah, I think I that would be a that good line. idea. I heard that line from the last caller and I wrote it down. I'm going to put it on my mirror. <laughs> also... I think maybe just an idea, see if this sits with you. Um, perhaps with something like healing, it reminds me a lot of how the business of like massage works and maybe having something where it's like subscription based could help you in getting those repeat clients of like, Hey, you know, I offer a subscription of a monthly payment and you get a monthly healing, you know, and maybe it's, Ooh. uh, 
a little bit cheaper than um, paying for one session outright, you know, at, at whatever their convenience is. Perhaps maybe something of that nature I will help, um, you know, to have these people keep coming back and offering at a cheaper rate because they're subscribed, you know, it, it's something that you may be uh, able to, to take advantage of for them. Thinking outside the box, you know, I think that's going to be the most important thing for you. But just as Carol had said, it is all about energy and what you're creating. Yes, uh, perhaps, you know, they come for that one session and then you're already expecting them. Oh, well, everybody else is like, you know, had an issue with following up, like maybe, you know, something, <clears throat> maybe they're just not interested in this kind of business. The truth is, the spiritually oriented businesses are growing. Um, uh, you know, I've done my research about 2% every year and it will continue to grow to at least 2025. Um, so these businesses are, are, are definitely still growing and bringing in um, clients and customers. So it's important that you stay in the right energy as well, especially with an energetic based business where you, move energy, help people transition, um, you know, something within themselves to, to a more aligned or balanced space. I think honestly, what could be beneficial is treating your business like a client and literally allowing, you know, having in your mind, okay, I have this entity, which is, you know, a business and then allowing your own Reiki to create a transition um, within itself. So treating it as its own entity could be a really deeply introspective and beneficial thing um, for you to be able to do. So I would, I would, I would uh, invite you to try doing that and seeing what happens. Cause I think it'll just as I had mentioned earlier, create a, a relationship uh, that, that feels needed right now. Uh, I, again, I think it'll be beneficial. So experiment, um, but know that energetically, uh, that's the work that you have to be doing um, is tuning in in that mm. way. Oh, that sounds good. Thanks. And it's really important that you have, yeah, like as Brandon said, treat your business like a client with giving the energy healing to your own business as well, because my concern, if you don't have the, let's say, adequate boundaries about people canceling or not charging or not charging enough, I'd be concerned that you would then get worn out or disillusioned. So for the mm -hmm. sake of, like, I, I agree, I feel you really need to be bringing these gifts to the earth right now. And we have Knight of Swords in my tarot reading for this, which is bringing through that, almost like that kind of sharpness to it, the good type of sharpness where, you know, the, the healing gifts are coming through and then we need to kind of, as humans, we're dealing with people and setting up rules and that sort of thing. Another thing is that I was getting like visions of unicorns while talking to you, but it's funny because <laughs> it, in this particular deck, the Knight of Swords is on a unicorn. So it's like connected with very higher frequencies they're not of this earth but then also just having the balance of yeah let's do this uh, in human form like what can we what can we do in um on that level well thank you so much actually i've given i had given it up five years ago because 
I, I do exactly what he said. I, I set up the room and I put out, make everything beautiful and crystals out and bowls out and flowers. And I, make, I actually bake cookies for my clients. And one woman made me wait eight hours. She kept saying, I'm coming, I'm coming. And eight hours later, oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, I wow. mind, and I was like, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a lot. Oh, <laughs> Don't be afraid to drop those people either. You know, they have to, was, they have to honor you. And, and, and what you're doing. And yeah. if they don't have that sense of respect, that, that's, that's yeah. disrespectful, you know, plain and simple. If they don't show up, you know, for a session, that's, that's on them. And maybe, maybe you should require a deposit beforehand or, you know, paid in full to even book the session, something that eliminates yeah. that kind of issue. And I, I hate to, you know, there's been a lot of talk about this between like spiritual gifts and, and money, but people quite simply just come to use you. You know, they don't really care about your life and what's going on. They just want your service, which, okay, understandable. You know, we as spiritual workers have to pay our bills as well. You know, we are humans and that's a fine interaction if you create that definition, but that's the point, you know, being able to create that, that boundary and definition to show, Hey, you know, my my service is something that's carefully crafted and meticulous and I, you know, put pride and, and respect and dignity into my work. So you have to treat it the same way. You know, there's nothing wrong with making people meet you where you're at as well and having a clearer sense of, no, you know, this is what we're going to do. This is how we value it. If you don't value it in the same way, that's fine. You know, you can you can take your your energy elsewhere. This is how I am and this is how it's set up. People really love definition, and especially in this realm that can be so undefined and fantasy-based and, you know, enigmatic. When you can create clear definition, the people kind of follow. And just as Carol has, was talking about, you know, she doesn't see those, those uh, clients that just come and, and, you know, want her time but then never show up. Like, she doesn't see that because she knows clearly what she offers. And sets that tone and, and nothing else. And so therefore she's pulling in that exact vibration. So I think for mm-hmm. you doing the same is going to be important. You do have gifts. Like I, I really feel that you have an ability mm-hmm. to help um, create energetic shifts. And again, those transferences, knowing that like the back of your hand um, and then letting that energy seep over into what is being projected out to potential um clients and customers, I think that's going to be an essential step for you. So being defined, I, I, I think that that will really help yeah. and, and not allowing, you know, anybody to disrespect what you do or your business. Thank you both very much. That was yeah, a great absolutely. talk. <laughs> Yay. I'm excited for you. Awesome. Well, thank you, Lisa. Thank you for, thank you for calling in. Bless you both so much. Have Wish a wonderful you the best. Take thank care. You. Thank you. You too. Bye-bye. Wow, Carol. My goodness. That was beautiful. I mean, there was a total theme, obviously, of um, a lot of different, obviously work was a big one, but so much spiritual business. That was, that was beautiful to be able to see um, so many people, you know, getting into their power and coming to know themselves in these deeper ways. Uh, that was really cool. That was really cool to be able to see so many people interested and invested in that way. Yes. It's been an amazing experience for me too. 
Absolutely. Well, thank you again for being here. Um, thank you for sharing your own insights and gifts and stories with us. Um, again, uh, you can find Carol on her Facebook page, Carol Sundara Psychic. Um, and that's on Facebook. So I think it would be facebook.com slash Carol Sundara Psychic um, to get to that web page. Um, I just have one last question for you, Carol. What is your personal mission with this work that you do? Why do you do this? Because I believe that it's not as widely known well enough the what can happen beyond the mind. So I just want to help give people that relief of how your life can change. As you can see that like if someone's looking for a job or struggling with their business, they might have maxed out the logical trying, doing this, doing that. But I just want to have give people that glimpse of hope of accessing this healing and information from different realms and how people's lives can be changed for the better. Well, I think you did just that today. So yeah. thank you. Thank you again uh, for for being here and and sharing that with all of us. You're welcome. My pleasure. Awesome. Well, again, everyone, if uh, you do want to get in touch with Carol, you can reach her on her Facebook page, Carol Sundara Psychic. If you want to get in touch with me, uh, just go ahead and visit my website, thedreamteacher.com. You can send me a message there, shoot me an email, book a session, book an appointment, see what services I do have. Again, if you are listening in, you can subscribe to this radio station um, either through Google Podcasts, uh, iTunes Podcasts. We are available there for you to listen in. Or you can subscribe directly on the page here on Blog Talk Radio to stay alert of upcoming shows that are in the future, which there are some. Uh, so thank you again, past, present, and future listeners. I appreciate all of you being here. Thank you to all the callers that were able to open up with us and share their time and energy. I look forward to seeing you all on the next radio show. Thank you, everyone. Be well. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. 
Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.